Welcome to Excel Radio with Dr. Nick Zarowski, where we talk with world-class entrepreneurs, executives, and health experts who have unlocked the secrets to Excel Health and performance. Hi, and welcome to Excel Radio. This is your host and high-performance expert, Dr. Nick Zarowski. In this episode, I'm going to be interviewing my wife, Ashley Zarowski, who just released her top-selling cookbook, which is called Heal Yourself Cookbook. We're going to be talking about how to use food as medicine and really all the different aspects that are really important to know when you want to start healing yourself. Welcome to the show, Ashley. Hi, everyone. So my first question for you is, why did you call the cookbook Heal Yourself Cookbook? Well, all the recipes in the cookbook are grain-free, sugar-free, and they are all designed to heal the body. And what does that mean? That means that each recipe includes nutrient-dense foods that are grain-free, they're rich in good fats and good protein, and they decrease inflammation in the body. And inflammation is the number one cause of all sickness and disease um, period. So what we've done is we've taken the recipes that we've enjoyed and that we've tweaked and tweaked and tweaked so that they taste amazing. They're easy and quick to prepare and they nourish the body with the ingredients that promote health. Absolutely. You know, I'm going to be asking a lot of questions for the sake of educational purposes for you. And you're also going to realize that I'm actually a co-author of the cookbook. However, um, you know, I didn't really put all the hard work into this. I can't take credit for it. So as we go through this and I'm asking questions, it's really for the sake of educational purposes and also really help you get started in a healthy lifestyle. So you mentioned in your book, it's grain-free, it's sugar-free. Uh, now, when you say grain-free, I hear gluten-free a lot. Why Why is this grain-free and not just gluten-free? Um, gl- gluten-free is a great way to start for sure, but there's some holes there. So gluten-free also contains, you can have rice, you can have tapioca flour, you can have some of these other starches and flours that are still very, um, they're, they're simple simple sugars, basically. As soon as you consume them in your body, they're turning to sugar. And when you have sugar, um, it promotes the inflammation process in the body. It ages you quicker. It, um, I mean, cancer feeds, cancer cells feed on sugar. Um, it causes hormone dysregulation, etc. Okay, so we've taken that a step farther. We go above gluten-free. We're going beyond gluten-free and we're doing grain-free. So that means no oats, no barley, no, uh, obviously no wheat, no rice. Uh, We are sticking to foods that are promoting health and healing in the body. And the fact of the matter is, although the slick marketing campaigns are out there for whole grain and there's a lot of benefits for whole grain, the truth of it is, is most people do not do well on grain. Most people have a food sensitivity to wheat, to gluten, and I mean, even rice and tapioca flour and these other potato starches, these are high sugar and they're not going to promote health and healing in the body. They are going to drive inflammation. So we've removed all of that in this cookbook. Every recipe is grain-free. 
That's pretty interesting. And, you know, I often call the gluten-free stuff just a wolf in sheep's clothing because when you get into the gluten-free products, um, it, a lot of it's just healthier junk food. And it's full of all types of other starchy flours that aren't good for you either. However, it just removed the gluten. And a lot of people still don't feel great after eating those things. If you're a high-performing individual by any means or you're an athlete, a lot of times the gluten-free stuff just doesn't sit w well with you. Um, you know, even if you're not, it, it still doesn't sit well typically. So um, sugar-free. Now, when we look at the whole sugar topic you know there is healthier sugars out there but you've actually taken it a step further to remove sugar altogether from these recipes so why did you why did you take that extra step in removing sugar and not just use natural sweeteners such as honey or um, right. our maple syrup or something like that right so there's a lot of um, you know if anybody who's followed a paleo diet there's maple sugar and, and honey are usually the two recommended natural sweeteners. Um, why we've removed sugar completely is really a biological reason. Um, when you have sugar in the body, um, your body releases insulin to deal with that sugar. And when your insulin levels go up, your leptin levels go down. What is leptin? Leptin is the hormone in the body that tells your body to burn fat for energy. When you are burning sugar and you're not burning fat, you're storing more fat and your hormones are not self-regulating at this point. You're going to have a variety of different issues in the body. A lot, of ups, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of crashing, a lot of inflammatory processes just being uh, deregulated throughout the whole body. So uh, it's driving the inflammation. And then you also mentioned before uh, cancers related to sugar as well, mm -hmm. right? Right, exactly. Cancer cells feed on sugar. So if you have sugar present in your body, um, chances are your, your cancer cells are going to proliferate. So with sugar, uh, we have removed that completely. We want your body to become a fat burner. You want to burn fat for energy. It's much more sustainable. Uh, you're not going to have those crashes like Nick was talking about. You're actually going to become a fat burner. And you want to switch into that fat burning mode because when you're burning fat for energy, it's more sustainable. You're not going to have the crashes. You're going to feel better longer. And you are going to lose that belly fat, that arm fat, the, you know, the, the areas that you haven't been able to lose weight in, you're going to push your body into a better position to a more high performing state. And so we've removed all sugars. What do we, what do we mean by that? We've removed the hidden sources of sugars. If you have ever looked in your ketchup bottle, you'll see sugar in there. If you've looked in um, canned tomatoes, uh, unless you're really paying attention to what kind of canned tomatoes uh, you're getting, you probably have sugar in them. I know I was surprised when I turned my stewed tomatoes can around and I saw sugar in them. I'm like, why is there sugar in my tomatoes? It's the vegetable. But we've removed all of that for you. We've given you a complete shopping guide that is helpful for you to take to the store so you know exactly what you can buy that is going to promote health and healing. Okay, so with this new cookbook that you just released, I'd kind of like to know why uh, this cookbook was put together. I see you have certain ingredients in there that have been removed, uh, more of certain ingredients that most people aren't, don't even use uh, today, such as cooking with things such as almond flour. 
So why, why the cookbook? Why now? Where did this information come out of? And uh, why did you put all this information that you have into a cookbook and, and make it available? Well, you know, you've been coaching clients for a while now, and the biggest struggle that we had was getting clients to really stick with the diet, um, to get them eating foods that promote health. It's so easy and convenient to grab takeout or to, you know, grab a frozen meal and warm it up. Um, the, The junk food is just so readily available that... You know, when clients with busy lives, families, busy schedules, traveling for work, it's easier to just go out and make the poor decisions. And we, I mean, what I first started doing is I was making recipes for ourselves as quickly and healthfully as possible. And I've been doing this for a long time. And I wanted to really help our clients learn that, first of all, it does not, you don't need to spend hours in the kitchen to have a healthy meal. Um, Number two, it doesn't have to cost more to eat healthy. And three, eating healthy doesn't have to taste bad. I mean, it doesn't have to be bland. It doesn't have to be all green and have salads every day. Um, Although salads are delicious and amazing for you. Um, But I wanted to really educate our clients and help them in this journey to really eat healthfully and eat to nourish, um, allowing food to be medicine. Yeah, I remember when we first started, sorry to interrupt, but when we first started eating healthy, it was such a challenge. We would get bad information from people and we would start implementing it as if it was good information. And next thing you know, we'd find out like, oh, you're actually not supposed to eat these certain foods that we were just told that are like super healthy for us. And um, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of, let's say health foods out there that are perceived to be good through slick marketing with, you know, words like natural and things like that, that don't hold any water, really, they're, they're, they're meaningless. And so we kind of jumped onto that roller coaster of getting into things and starting to eat healthy and going completely down the wrong path. And, you know, the other thing that we also had a really hard time with is when you get a lot of different cookbooks out there, they'll say they'll have different recipes in there. For instance, it might say healthy mayonnaise and then you make this mayonnaise and it turns out to this like, you know, pasty mucusy stuff and you're like, what in the world did we just make? We made so many recipes that were just disgusting. Like, you know, my wife would spend like an hour and a half in the kitchen uh, trying to make some type of dinner and and dessert. And then we'd both sit down to eat and be like, wow, this is really disgusting. And so, like, I mean, I remember that journey and how we started. And I really think that um, if, if we had something like this 10 years ago when we began our journey, like how much easier our life would have been how much money we would have actually saved because we wouldn't have been buying stuff and constantly throwing it out i mean we would buy bottles of this natural ingredient or you know bags of this type of you know natural flour and then we'd find out that it was junk or that we actually couldn't cook with it properly and we ended up throwing it out anyway once we found out it actually wasn't good for us i know in the cookbook what really helped me is to have um, shopping lists to know exactly what I can, what can I go to the grocery store and buy? You know, mm-hmm. what, what do I need to do when I go to the grocery store? And I'm going to give you a little tip. When you go to the grocery store, 
95% of everything that should be in your cart should be found on the outskirts of the grocery store. I'm talking about your produce. I get over half of my groceries are from the produce department. Your meats, you know, your good quality grass-fed meats, free-range meats, um, free-range chicken eggs, the dairy, you want to look for raw dairy or your almond milk. All of those things are found on the outskirts of the grocery store. The inside the aisles, that's where you find your junk food, your processed foods. Uh, that's the stuff you really want to stay away from. So little shopping tip for you. But, you know, in this cookbook, I've also included meal plans. So another thing, a lot of people don't know, well, what am I going to make every night? They fall into the this routine of boring, same old, same old. And so I've created uh, meal plans in there for you to give you ideas of what to have. So, you know, you can keep variety in your life, right? So this cookbook really, I made it for initially for our clients so they knew how to eat, but you know, it, they don't just need to be for our clients. It can be for everybody. I want everybody to learn how to eat healthfully and to do so even in a busy family setting. Right. And it's important to, you know, keyword their family because if you're raising a family, uh, so many kids are having learning disabilities and, and so many problems today. A lot of kids being put on, uh, you know, things such as Adderall and, and Ritalin and, and really not even given a chance, in my opinion. So there's so many things that you can do in order to help them focus and, and help kids grow uh, in, in a very healthy way and not have a bunch of disabilities holding them back in life. Um, really, if you want kids to be able to go to school and you want them to be able to focus and you want kids to be able to perform if they're playing athletically in some way, they need to be eating properly. The The food that they're putting into their body is the fuel that they have to work with. If you're putting in uh, Mountain Dew and Twinkies and Hostess cupcakes and things like that, well, then that's, that's what your body has to work with. I mean, it's, your body's taking the food that you put in and it's, it's, it's using that food to, you know, make muscle and, 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 you know, make your cells work. And so if you're putting in, I mean, if you're putting in uh, junk, then you, that, that's what your body's going to turn into. So it's very important for kids. It's very important for families, right? Um, know, unfortunately, the foods that are marketed to kids today, they're high in, in what? They're high in high fructose corn syrup. They are colored in all of these artificial food colorings to make them attractive to kids. And those two things alone, those two things alone are causing so many health issues. The kids aren't able to focus. Their brains aren't able to work properly. And then when they're having fries that are deep fried in these hydrogenated oils, this is causing cellular congestion. Their brain is not able to function properly. And then you're sending these kids to school and they're, of course, they're not able to sit still. They're high on sugar from their sugary breakfast that they had that morning that was full of, um, you know, corn syrup and dyes. And we're just not giving our kids a fair shot at the future. And I know as a mother that you want the very best for your kids. And with this information, this cookbook, you are armed with the knowledge to give your kids the very best. And a lot of people think that if you're going to eat healthy, that you're not going to have good desserts. You're not going to have good tasting food and the kids aren't going to eat it. We've, we recently overheard, you know, a mother saying that all my kids will eat were, what were those two foods? It was, um, avocados. They said they would eat avocados, st string cheese, yogurt, and sweets. 
Yeah, I mean, so and I remember I, there was another conversation of something oh, pretzels. like pretzels and and um, Doritos. Oh, they lived on pretzels and veggie fries. Okay, pretzels and veggie. These two fries. mothers so, I was having conversation with. So I mean, this is what a lot of parents are like thinking. Oh, well, this is what my kids want to eat, so this is the way it is. And you know, I have to tell you that our kids they don't know any different, and they they enjoy food just as much as anybody else, if not more. And they eat in a very healthy way. And and um, we'll talk about a couple of the the uh, desserts and a couple of the different um, recipes in this cookbook. But uh, you know, if if you're if you're giving your kids the 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 right um, nutrients and the right foods and things like that from day one, it's not really an issue. Um, For the parents that already have children that are, you know, 8, 10, 15 years old, and now you're trying to struggle with how you're going to teach them to eat healthier, you know. If you get put something on the dinner table and you have um, their macaroni and cheese or you have a actual balanced meal for them, chances are they're probably going to choose what they're familiar with, of course. But what you have to do is you have to make it fun for them. You have to get them in the kitchen with you, have them participate in the meal prep, have them either grow vegetables if you have a garden or have them pick out the, the ingredients at the grocery store, educate your kids on why you're doing it and, and get them involved in the meal prep. Chances are that if they're involved, that they'll be proud of what they put on the table and they'll be more likely to try it. Right. And the educational process is big too. Now, I know that a lot of kids could care less about edu- being educated on food, but on the same hand, like there was a there was a time in my life that I never actually put together that, you know, the way that I feel and the way that I perform and in the the amount of energy that I have is directly equivalent to what I'm eating. Like there was a time in my life that I never put that together. And um, I, it caused a lot of struggles for me. So if you can avoid those struggles and you can avoid those, you know, the health crisis in your life and the health crisis in your kid's life that, that are inevitably going to happen uh, based on statistical analysis uh, throughout the country and, and what we're facing here as far as people getting sick and, and disease and, and things like that. Um, if, if you can avoid those, then you certainly want to. And, you know, it's uh, as far as kids go when they go into college and, you know, it's it's starting to be, uh, uh, <clears throat> you know, very uh, tough out there as far as competition with jobs and things like that. And so, you know, they want to be able to perform well. They want the best opportunity in life. But changing topics a little bit. Can you go over what are some of the things that are in this cookbook that are very beneficial? So what, what is this cookbook covering uh, in a way of, um, you talk about recipe guides are in there, and what are the things that are in there that help people really get jump-started into using food as medicine? Or we didn't have these things, and, and so you know compiling these things over the last decade, what did you put into this, this cookbook to get people going and, and launch them into a healthier future? So in the first few pages of the cookbook, we talk about the uh, four Heal Yourself guidelines. And in those few pages, they're, they're gems. And I really hope that when you get this cookbook that you take a moment to really read through the introduction of, um, of the book. And in this is the guidelines. So you're going to increase your good fats. So you want to eat good quality fats to not only heal your cells, but to help your brain function better. It's 
it's super important. Your whole body will function better when you're eating healthy fats. And what does that mean? That means avocados, coconut oil, grape seed oil to cook in or coconut oil to cook in, um, extra virgin olive oil to put that on top of your finished meals or on your salads. It means eating nuts and it means doing the things that you are eating the right foods that have those healthy fats. And I list a complete list under each of these sections on what to eat and also what to avoid. Um, a high quality protein. Um, again, I list exactly what you need to eat to um, make sure that you're getting the right amount of protein and also the right quality protein because it's not necessarily just quantity, it's also quality. Um, decreasing your sugars is so important. So you're going to um, want to remove those sugars, which we've already talked about, and then I give uh, sweetener suggestions in there. So if you're going to sweeten either your coffee in the morning or if you're going to sweeten a dessert, you're doing it with the right ingredients. Um, and, you know, I put those guidelines in the beginning of the book, but then I also have a shopping list of detailing, you know, what you can buy. I have snack ideas. So I have a whole list of ideas of snacks to keep on hand so that when hunger does strike, you're not running to the vending machine. You're instead, ha you're prepared, okay? And that means both at home and on the go. Um... I also have meal plans, which I've already mentioned, um, so that it gives you ideas of what to have for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snack every day. Um, and then I have recipes for every meal of the day, from breakfast to appetizers, drinks, and desserts. Uh, it's all in there. I want to make this as quick and simple as possible to shift your lifestyle so that you're really able to heal yourself with food. Okay. Now, when we talk about some of these different recipes in there, let's give a couple examples of what kind of recipes you'll find in there. So can you give me an example of, let's say, a, health, a breakfast option that's in there? Um, well, a lot of people anymore are understanding um, that they have some food sensitivities. There's a lot of people that have dairy sensitivities or nut sensitivities. And one of my favorite easy um, breakfast options is... Um, I mean, obviously parfaits are delicious, but if you're going to take it a step further, I have this sweet potato hash that's amazing. It's made with sweet potatoes, green apples, onions, and sausage, and it it's a family favorite. We You can make a nice 9 by 13 of it, and you can eat out of it um, over the course of a few days, depending on the size of your family, and then you have breakfast. It's on hand, and it's ready for you, and you know, just all you have to do is reheat it in the morning. Good, and, and that is excellent. That's an absolutely excellent recipe. Okay, now can we get a uh, healthy snack option? Sure. So in the beginning of the cookbook, I have a bunch of different snack ideas that are easily portable, things that you can take with you and have on hand, such as, you know, making your own trail mix out of seeds and nuts. Um, even if you want to take a bonus step, you can sprout the nuts as well. So can sprout them and then dehydrate them. Um, that helps with digestibility. But then, you know, there's also jerky. That's another great snack to take with you. Um, but if you're going to be at the house, you know, guacamole is an easy thing to throw together and I have a really good recipe in there. Um, I also really like making the crispy roasted chickpeas. 
All you need to have on hand for that is a can of chickpeas or garbanzo beans, and that's something easy you can stock in your pantry. So if your kids come home from school hungry, you can throw those together, or instead of popcorn at night for dinner, you can roast those, and they're delicious, and you can season them how you'd like. But uh, I have some really good suggestions in the cookbook as well for those, and they're just easy to throw together and um, combat hunger so that you're not grabbing, you know, that Snickers bar in the vending machine. You know, like literally I just gave a talk and one of the things um, that as I was going through the talk, I was in the the talk was about raising healthy children. As we were going through there, there was cookies that Ashley had made and I had made a comment like nobody had touched the cookies and I think they were afraid to because they just were like thinking they were going to be judged. And I said, you know, the the, the joke that I made is like, don't be afraid to eat the cookies because like, I don't know how everybody in this room eats, but there's a good chance that it's going to be one of the healthiest meals that you had all day because the cookies had just all excellent ingredients in there and and they weren't filled with a bunch of sugar. And we should actually get to the cookie recipes, but first I'm going to make you give us a dinner recipe that's that's a really good one. Um, well, I guess it depends on what you're feeling. I think they're all really good, personally. Yeah, they, but... <laughs> are, they are all really good. Um, I love the eggplant and lamb ragu. Uh, it's very unique. A lot of people don't have never tried eggplant, or if they have, they've only had it fried. And it's made with lamb, which has an amazing flavor. Uh, this is more of an Italian dish. I really love that. Um, if you like seafood, the easy broiled mahi-mahi is amazing. Um, it's to cook time, I think, is 14 to 16 minutes. It's super quick, and it takes, I think, less than three minutes to prepare. I think I put five minutes in the recipe book, but it's, I mean, it's super quick. Um, I also really like the um, the chicken fajitas. It's another one of my favorites. It's super easy to make, and you serve it over black beans, so you're getting rid of that um, tortilla, and you're increasing more protein. So I love that recipe as well. Yeah, and it's a good point that they are all delicious. I'm a picky eater in the way of that I'm not going to eat healthy at the cost of everything tasting like garbage. So uh, all these recipes are ones that I love to eat, ones that our family loves to eat. And so um, and when I work with clients, like they're not going to have it if, if I take away all their all their junk food and I give them stuff that tastes like twigs and bark. So this is all very, very delicious stuff. And I think that's probably one of the most important things about this cookbook is like I said, we've we've uh, had several several cookbooks, especially when we we're starting off, and you know they're full of recipes that don't work, that don't taste right, and I think that a lot of cookbooks out there, you know, I was thinking about it the other day, and I and, and I saw this one company, and they just pump out cookbooks like crazy, and it's I'm like, wow, that's that's really wild because, I mean, we've spent we've spent like ten years like kind of honing the craft on this and. In coming up with good recipes and we we put all of our best that we've come up with over a decade and we put them into a cookbook and then I see other places and they just keep pumping out these cookbooks with like you know 150 recipes and I realized you know after I thought about it that a lot of these recipes that they're coming with they're just throwing stuff together really quick so that they can sell it but it's not stuff that's really good and that's how you end up with a cookbook with a bunch of recipes that don't work so um yeah you know all of these ones i've made hundreds of times and you know the other thing too is when i was you know deciding what to put in the cookbook i wanted it to be things that people could make if they had no idea how to cook so a lot of my friends 
they don't cook. I mean, they go out to eat. I mean, we knew people who barely ever ate in the house. They barely ever used their refrigerator. It was always empty. And this would be a perfect cookbook for them. They don't have many, you don't need kitchen tools and gadgets and weird chef tools. I mean, you don't need to have any weird ingredients. Most of these ingredients can be found at your local grocery store. And for the one or two that you can't, I've given links in the cookbook of exactly where to go to buy them at the cheapest price. Um, I wanted it to be recipes that you can make when you get home late from your kid's uh, basketball game or you are home from work and you don't feel like spending an hour in the kitchen. I mean, these can be made quickly and they can be done in a way that has minimal cleanup and can get you in and out of the kitchen with your family and you can all sit down and have a family meal. Absolutely. I was talking about the cookies. We we can't we yeah. can't end this without talking about the cookies because we were just talking about cookies and and you know how I gave this talk and you know we we went from having people who wouldn't touch the cookies to the cookies being gone in like a couple minutes because everybody like realized they were healthy and they were delicious <laughs> so they like you know just they ate them up as fast as possible. So let's talk about the cookie and can you the cookie the cookie recipe that you have in this cookbook and it, and it's a very important example because it shows you how something that is a dessert can actually be like a superfood, a healing food in something that's uh, really delicious and you know it can it can just be one of those things that you trade the the wheat um, you know high sugar cookie for you, know, you could trade that off and make something like this so go ahead and explain how that all works and comes together sure so I mean the cookie recipe that I grew up making was the one on the uh, back of the chocolate chip bag the Nestle chocolate chip bag and it had uh, brown sugar white sugar white flour um, butter from cows that had been, um, you know, had antibiotics and hormones. It had uh, the chocolate chips themselves that were full of sugar and it just, they tasted great, but what they were doing inside of my body, not so great. So these cookies, on the other hand, these, you could eat these for breakfast. They're healthier than most people's breakfast options. And um, what I love about it, let me just like break down the ingredient list for you so you know exactly what you're eating. Um, there are pumpkin chocolate chip cookies and they're made with almond flour, which is a superfood. It's high in protein. It's low in carbohydrates. It's made with pumpkin, as I said, and pumpkin is a super uh, nutrient-dense vegetable that is high in vitamin A and contains a lot of powerful anti-aging carotenoids. It has a spice of cinnamon in there, um, which goes really well with the pumpkin and the chocolate. It's it's absolutely amazing. I mean, if you've ever had a pumpkin spice latte, you know how that those flavors go together. So the cinnamon in there, cinnamon actually is a superfood. It is very uh, powerful antioxidant. It decreases inflammation in the body and also aids in digestion. It has uh, eggs from pasture-raised chickens. So I call them pastured eggs in the book because it just means it's from a free-range chicken who was able to graze on pastures and wasn't locked up in a in a pen feeding grain and causing um, you know sickness inside of the animal because if the animal's sick the products from the animal are not going to be healthy. So I have pastured eggs in there that have 20 times more omega-3 fats than a standard commercial egg. Um, the pastured eggs are also very rich in bioavailable protein, which just means it's protein that your body's able to use um, more efficiently. 
there's coconut oil in there. And I'm sure if you've read any health-related article over the last few years, you've seen coconut oil mentioned. Coconut oil is a powerful uh, fat burner. It improves digestion. It helps build muscle. It's a really healthy fat and also helps lower triglycerides and uh, LDL cholesterol. Um, It has xylitol in it, and xylitol is one of the sweeteners that we use in the book. It is a natural sugar alcohol that comes from plants, and it's a very low glycemic sweetener. It's also safe for diabetics. Um, And then the chocolate chips. The chocolate chips that I'm using in there are Lily's Dark Chocolate Chips. These are chocolate chips that are sweetened with stevia. They're non-GMO, and they're vegan and gluten-free. So all of these ingredients are in our cookies, and it's really a cookie that promotes fat burning, promotes health and healing in the body, and making it a perfect dessert to put in Heal Yourself Cookbook. Right. And you know what the best thing is about healthy recipes is, or healthy recipes when it comes to desserts, is that you don't feel guilty eating a little bit of dessert for breakfast, a little bit of dessert for a snack, (laughs) and a little bit of dessert for lunch, and a little bit of dessert for desserts. He's speaking um, from experience over here, (laughs) Mr. Sweet Tooth himself. He loves the cookies. (laughs) So like, you know, if if you have something, but the point is, is that these things are very good for you. So, you know, whether it be this or some of the, you know, the, the chocolate mousse that you make from the cookbook, these things are all good for you. And so, I mean, it's not something you're going to just eat like an immense amount of, or that's just going to be breakfast. But my point is, is that they're still great for you. They're still a superfood loaded with great ingredients. Mm -hmm. And so it's not like, you know, you're eating a donut or something if you were to have one for a snack. You should mention the cheesecakes. Those fly, those fly out of the house. Absolutely. So I guess let's go ahead and wrap this up. Is there anything else in particular that people that you wanted to mention, or maybe I forgot to to talk about or something that's important that people need to know at this point or did we really cover everything you know i think we touched on a lot of things um you know the recipe the recipe book is called a grain-free sugar-free hassle-free recipes for busy families and i just want to really drive home the fact that this book has recipes that are healthy that can be made quickly and there's really no excuse for why you can't eat this way i've put all of the resources you need in the cookbook. You won't be needing to scratch your head on why I need to eat this way or where am I going to get these foods. I've really tried to to give you all the resources in this book to make the transition as easy and uh, smooth as possible. And I mean, it's the beginning of the new year. You still are working hard on your 2016 um, New Year's resolutions. This is the perfect time to pick up a copy of the book and really start implementing this. It's not only good for you, it's going to be good for your whole family. And really, you're all going to benefit from it. So thank you for tuning in with us today on XL Radio. Uh, once again, this is Ashley with Heal Yourself Cookbook. You can find the cookbook in both uh, on both Amazon and the online store at newvisionexcel.com. Uh, you know, one of the things that we probably should do for the listeners because you know they they love listening to the podcast, they love deals, and you know they you know they are some of our friends so we really without a doubt want to offer them something compelling and really help them get going on this is there some type of deal that we can offer the people who are tuning into this podcast today so that they can get the cookbook and they can go ahead and get started right off the bat sure so if you want to go to um, newvisionexcel.com and when you buy the book from there 
the coupon code you'll want to enter is XL Radio 5 and that will give you uh, $5 off the cookbook so you can go ahead and get started right now. And that is how you make a deal happen. You put the author on the spot. <laughs> and so she has to give you a deal. So once again, thanks for tuning in with us today. Go ahead and claim your cookbook and get uh, the, the $5 coupon um, and use that because this is the only place that you're going to find that $5 coupon. And this is the only deal available for the cookbook. So thanks for tuning in with us and we will see you next time. If you want more information to multiply your health and simplify your lifestyle, visit our website at excelpodcast.com. Until next time, have an outstanding day.